Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Real Positive Girl Podcast with me, Sabrina. This is the show that is going to help you become your best self. And the topic that we are speaking about this week is practical self-care tips. And today we're going to be specifically talking about take time to be alone and decompress. So I love spending time alone. Like I do. I love it. I love spending time reading alone, taking a bubble bath in a house alone, watching television alone, eating alone. I like being alone. (laughs) I like being alone. And I was an only child to my father, but I do have uh, six other siblings and I did spend time with them. Um, But I I like being alone. You know, I kind of grew up kind of as an only child. So I like being alone. I'm used to being alone. And my daughter's kind of the same. Like she likes to be with people, but she also likes to be alone and she's an only child. So I feel like that goes hand in hand with an only child kind of situation, but I just totally embraced it. So I also like spending time with people too, but I am more of an introvert, so I need that downtime to reset and be ready for more people time. You know, I just, I, there are times where I have to force myself to like do people time sooner than I want, but generally I, I need that rest. I need that reset. And it's funny because I never really understood this about myself until I was a full on adult, like after college adult, you know, not because I feel like when you're in college, you're an adult technically, but not really, not really, <laughs> unless you are already taking on massive responsibilities. I feel like college is just an extension of, you know, grade school, to be honest with you. That's my personal opinion. Um, but yeah, cause you're learning how to be an adult in college. If you go to college or even just, if you don't go to college and you decide to do something else, you're still learning to be an adult and on your own. Um, but when I was younger, I would make a point to spend a ton of time with other people like on purpose, but that wasn't because I necessarily loved being with people all the time or needed that type of environment. Um, like a lot of extroverts do or prefer, but you know, it was to keep myself safe. From my living situation. I didn't want to go home. Uh, a lot of times I joined several different clubs and after school activities because I didn't want to go home and have to deal with the negativity and the pain and the abuse and all the things that were happening. So I immersed myself into, and I kind of forced myself to be an extrovert so that I could, I feel like I was an extrovert, a, a definitely a pretend extrovert, but definitely an introvert on the inside. And it was just all a mask. It was all a game. But that's that's the reality that I lived in. And and there were times as a child that I enjoyed being alone, for sure. I can remember times where I would sit in my bedroom and my little Apple II and play uh, SimCity. And like the old school, old school SimCity. And I would just sit there and I'd play that game. Or I would sit and just listen to the radio. Or I would sit and like write stories because I used to write uh, like fiction stories all the time. Or play Barbies or watch TV or do whatever I was going to do. Um, but it wasn't as enjoyable as it was when I left for college or now it's a full grown adult. You know, I think it's just because interests change and, um, my appreciation for alone time has changed and I also get more of it. You know, I get to make the choice as opposed to the child, you know, you just get it when your parents don't need to deal with you. Um, and so, yeah. And so now I just soak in the silence and opportunities, uh, and the opportunities I have to just chill and not do anything like nothing, like just sit, even just sit and just have music on or not. And just, uh, stare into the space because 
it's comforting that my brain doesn't have to actually do anything in the moment. And, you know, a big part of this, like many other things, is because I already do so much on the regular. And I'm sure you're the same. You know, we all get super busy, caught up in demanding schedules or responsibilities that prevent us from giving ourselves the proper amount of personal care. Um, But we do need the recharge time. You know, we need to reset. We need to refresh so we can keep hitting life hard because you can't just continually, you know, just keep going and going and going until there's basically no battery left. There's nothing left to give, right? We need that time. And I know that uh, being alone can definitely get a bad rap because, and I think it, it, I think it's because people feel like they're forced to be alone more often than they choose to be alone. So when you choose to have that alone time, to have that solitude to yourself, it is, it is received obviously much better because you chose it, but it's just a better, it's a better way to accept it and understand it. Like, oh, I'm choosing to be alone. I'm choosing to have this time where I just chill by myself as opposed to when you feel like you're forced to be alone because you can't find anyone to spend time with, or people have isolated you and like pushed you away or, or just happens circumstance that everyone you wanted to hang out with is busy. Um, that's, that's a different thing. You know, that's, I feel like that's just a product of circumstance and how things are happening as opposed to you choosing to have alone time, which is much better. It's, it's, I feel like it's one of the greatest feelings. So, um, but again, you know, it's, it's so important that we do take that time and that we can maybe as a, as a community, um, just in general, if people everywhere make it more acceptable to spend time alone. And I feel like a lot of people do advocate for that. And it's, it's time to, uh, even like go off the grid. Some people will do that. They'll just like not be on their phone or socials and, uh, spend time alone or spend time with really close people, um, that they love and care about and be able to decompress from everything that is continually swirling around them on a regular basis, you know? Um, I'm definitely an advocate for alone time because, as I've already mentioned, I love it. I absolutely love it. And it's kind of funny because um, my husband like doesn't really like alone time. Like, he does, but then he doesn't. And um, even though he does spend a lot of time alone because of work and stuff, but he doesn't. But my daughter and I do. And it's just how we've grown up and how we've constructed our lives. I imagine that my daughter will be similar to me when she grows up to be an adult and actually really cherish alone time. And that could be really hard also for other people to accept in your life where you're like, no, I'm just going to be alone or, or someone, or someone finds out like the worst thing that would happen to me is that someone would be like, oh, do you want to hang out? And I'll be like, oh no, I'm busy. And they're going to be like, oh, well, who are you hanging out with? Or what are you doing? And I'll be like, nothing. But I felt like I could never say that. I felt like I had to like come up with an excuse and be like, no, I just, I can't hang out. But you really just wanted to hang out by yourself. That was always the problem that I had. I wanted to spend time alone. But when people found out that you didn't have plans with someone else, they immediately thought that they needed to plan something with you or that it would be okay to plan something with you and uh, that not not in any universe ever that you would want to be alone. And I think that we should change that mindset. Again, I think that we should understand that being alone should be something that's super accepted. And um, just because you don't have anyone to hang out with and I'm not, and I have made the choice not to find someone to hang out, it doesn't, need to mean, doesn't mean we need to hang out together. And I do, if you need it, and I'm giving this to myself as well, if you need permission for 
for you to tell someone that you don't want to hang out with them because you just want to hang out alone, I'm here to give it to you, right? I'm here to give permission to everyone, everywhere, including myself, that we need to stand up and have those boundaries in place, those personal boundaries, but also stand up for ourselves and be like, no, um, unfortunately, I'm just going to hang out by myself, which will sound weird at first if you haven't ever said that out loud, but you're like, I'm just going to hang out by myself and chill and watch TV and just take a bath or whatever you're going to do, play video games. And I do want to warn you that some people that are kind of insecure with this kind of thought or idea will think that, or could think rather, that you're being selfish because they clearly are expressing to you that they want to hang out with you. But you're like, no, I I need downtime. You might get labeled as someone that is selfish. And I'm just telling you that so that you understand that these are the kind of backlash things that you will receive. Not that those are your responsibility. No, they're not. And not that you have to do anything about it. Absolutely not. But I want to prepare your mindset so that when you are confident enough to say, no, I'm sorry, I already have plans with myself. um, And they're like, but I want to hang out with someone and you're like, I'm sorry, I cannot, then you'll know what already could be coming. And I'm not saying, I know someone might classify this as like, well, you're just, you know, thinking of the negatives. You're just focusing in on the negativity and the worst case scenario. Not necessarily. It's good to prepare your mind with the possible um, versions or not versions, uh, possibility uh, remarks that you might get from people with the decision that you make and the things that you tell them, just so you can kind of prepare your mind for what's coming as opposed to being devastated in the moment that someone's like, oh my gosh, you're being so selfish. Why can't you hang out with me or knowing that you might offend them, right? If you know that this could possibly be coming, then you don't have to harp on it. It's just more of like being aware and tightening up your desire to have your boundaries, your personal boundaries in place to still say no, regardless of what they say. Now, this might be a different situation if the person coming to you wants to hang out because they've been through something, they are going through some really big, terrible, traumatic, whatever, whatever. Yeah, okay. You will probably have to make the decision if you're just going to bend your boundaries and spend time with them because they need it because you want to be a friend, you want to be there for them. That's very important to you. But in any other regard, I mean, you're still going to have to make that decision regardless, but I feel like in any other regard where they're just like, let's just kick it together, and you're like, no, I don't want to, you need to be prepared to say no, right? And I'm harping on this because it's hard for people to do. It's hard for people to really stick to their guns and be like, nah, I'm good. I just need to, you know, refresh myself. I just need to decompress. I just need to chill out alone for a while and then I'll be ready to go. Um, So I just want you to know that it might feel really awkward in the beginning. (laughs) It really might, Uh, but it'll be worth it. It'll be totally, totally, totally worth it. And you know what? Um, We also get to know ourselves better when we spend time alone. That's just true. You know, you can spend time like realigning with who you are and what you stand for, like including core values and your beliefs and what you're all about, and what you want to do, and what you want to be, and what goals you want to uh, reaffirm, and achievements you want to go after, and identify if you're at, if you've made it to any milestones in the current goals you're trying to go after, right? It's important. You need to know yourself better, and you need to not have to deal with anything else that might be a distraction, that might be a burden, that might just be overwhelming in general, you know, like other people's drama. So, um, so yeah. 
And, you know, I do have uh, three. They're not tips. I normally give tips, and I decided not to do that today. I decided to give you reasons. I have three reasons why, if I haven't already convinced you, alone time is great. However, before we get to that, I do want to get to the five-minute reset. Uh, so the five-minute reset, it allows you to reset, reboot, restart your day right then and there. It's like drawing a line in the sand and making the decision that whatever has happened in your day so far is going to go behind you. You're not going to drag it into the rest of your day. You're not going to drag it into the next day. You're going to leave it behind. You're going to take whatever learning lessons you need from that situation and you're going to move forward. You are not going to let it drag you down. And the five-minute reset is a great way for you to implement that and then have a great rest of your day. So all you need is at least five minutes to be by yourself and it'll allow you to uh, take a break from any issues or burdens that you're currently dealing with. You could also come up with any resolutions for any problems or issues you're dealing with alone or with someone else. I always suggest everyone come up with at least four things to be grateful for because a gratitude list is something that will never go out of style. Um, You can be grateful for anything, big, small, medium size. You can be grateful that you came across a cool product online that you want to buy that will help your business. Maybe you're grateful that you actually got like a, a gift card or a present and you're able to order something cute for yourself online. Maybe you're grateful that it was super sunny out like today here, Washington State, 70 degrees. 70 freaking great degrees, guys. Uh, so I'm grateful for that. It was a beautiful day. And maybe you're grateful that you got to snuggle on the couch with your doge, watching some Netflix or whatever it is you enjoy, and you're grateful for that, which I'd be grateful for that too. So you can be grateful for anything and everything. The list is never ending. And last but not least, make sure that you're feeling at least neutral, if not positive, about the rest of your day because hopefully you take the time to reflect on positives and the blessings in your life and the gratitude list that you just created, you will realize that if you spend more time focusing on the positive than you do the negative, it'll help you get through those really tough, hard, negative times. It really will, without diminishing what you're going through, of course. So try the five-minute reset. Hopefully it helps you. So yeah, like I said, today, instead of giving you tips on how to spend time alone, I'm going to instead give you more concrete reasons why you should make time to be alone on the regular. And I only have three tips for you, so don't worry, because I'm sure you're like, Sabrina, you already beat us over the head with so many reasons. Well, we're about to get down and dirty and very specific. So three reasons. The first one, it gives you time, alone time, gives you time to discover who you are and what you want. So you can spend time becoming more comfortable in your own skin and who you are and what you look like and what you sound like and what you want to be like. You know, you can think about what you want in comparison to what others think. Uh, Because a lot of times when we spend time with other people and we think about what we want, it's highly influenced and changed by what people are saying about us, uh, what they're saying to us, what they're saying around us. Um, Yeah, so in comparison to what others think or could be influencing you to do, you can really realign with what you want and what you desire to go after without feeling like you are going to be judged or looked down upon for what you decide if it's not in line with what everyone else is talking about. You know what I mean? So really taking the time to discover who you are and what you are about and what you want to be moving forward, you know, progressing forward. So that's a great one. 
The second one is less distractions equals more productivity and less negativity. So if you have less distractions, if you take some alone time, you will be more productive. You will get more things done. You will be able to plan things better. You will be able to just double down on whatever it is you you got to get done because you're doing it alone. You're doing it solo. You are the only person that you have to depend on yourself. Makes it easy. So you can definitely be more productive because you're able to just like not be weighed down or just, you know, uh, distracted by whatever someone else is doing or making them all, making it all about them and how their thing is more important than yours. It just, it cuts back on that. And also it cuts back on less negativity in turn, you don't have to also deal with other people's drama and what's going on in their lives and also any outward emotions they have about you and what you're involved with. So less distractions equals more productivity and less negativity. That sounds amazing. Okay. So the third one, third reason I have for you in the last one, because I only have three, is that it boosts creativity and new interests. So, you know, a lot of times people will think about how artists, uh, you know, painters, singers, writers, whatever, will go and get someplace that's not their home, like a hotel or a cabin or go camping or whatever, and they will find some place of solitude for themselves to kind of just like recenter with who they are and what they want and to spark creativity because you're not constantly having your creative spirit, your mind be drowned out by everything else that's happening in the world. So you go away to someplace that's not familiar and just open your whatever, (laughs) your mind, your heart, your spirit, your soul, and you let creativity just flow through you without it being dampened down by so many other things coming down on you that you normally would have to deal with. So definitely boost creativity. It can also boost new interests by allowing you to have the time alone to research new things that you would be involved, you'd like to be involved in, or even just try new activities and new things that you'd like to do uh, because you're not reliant on having to deal with someone else and also you can tap out whenever you want. So yes, new interests boost creativity and just really, 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 I just want to tag this on at the end, really enjoy things that you really like alone that other people may not like. For example, my husband was out of town uh, for business some time ago, and I had fish for dinner, and he doesn't like fish. And my daughter kind of likes fish. And But I was like, I'm going to have freaking salmon for dinner, and it's going to be great. And I did, and it was fantastic. And so... um it just really like highlighted like, okay, this time alone, I'm really going to enjoy all the things that I don't normally enjoy on the regular because, you know, of people, of life. And I love that. I absolutely love that. So hopefully you resonate with that. And uh, if you didn't before, now hopefully have a positive outlook and mindset on spending time alone. So that's all I have to say about today's topic. You guys, thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast again with me, Sabrina. Check the show notes for where to find me on Instagram at Sabrina Joy Perozo, or send me an email with any questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests, feedback, topics, suggestions, or just to say, hey, hi, and hello to me uh, at to realpositivegirlpodcast at gmail.com. I do encourage you to check out my website, which is Sabrina Joy Perozo. Sorry, I take that back. My website is at Sabrina Joy, and you can go there and listen to the podcast, or you can go there and donate to the show. 
Um, and you can donate via PayPal or Patreon, however you choose, and you'll receive a thank you gift with a certain amount. And I would love it if you're able to donate. But if you're not, no worries. Just continue to share, download, and listen to the show. That will help me a million times as well. So I appreciate you doing that now, and I thank you for continuing to do that. So until next time, I'll see you next time. Bye, guys.